This is your daily real estate syndication show. I'm your host, Whitney Sewell. You know, I have recorded a few shows recently discussing different types of meetings we have implemented here at Life Bridge Capital. I, I don't want to make a case for more meetings, but ultimately, I want to make a case for better communication across the team, right? More productivity. That's the goal here, right? We all want to do that. And I think more times than not, if you ask your employees, which I hope that you are, even if you have one employee or if you have 500, you need to be asking them questions, right? You need to be, and I'm going to go over some of those today that happened during a different type of meeting, but you need to be figuring out, man, what are their concerns? What is wrong within, you know, their role or, you know, frustrations that they may have, especially in the, in the employment uh, or employee market that we have right now. It's uh, interesting, the difficulty finding candidates or finding people that want to work. And I'm not sure what that's going to look like over the next year. And it may flop, you know, where really employee employees or, or candidates have had the market, right? They could almost name their price and and get positions uh, that they've maybe only dreamed of getting, you know, many years in their career or after many years, uh, they're getting it faster. However, I don't know, I almost think that's going to switch in the near future. We're going to have more people that that are needing jobs. And so, you know, I'll give you a quick story, but I want to get into this other kind of meeting in a moment that I think has helped us in a big way. It's helped me to learn more about our employees and to, to provide just a better employment experience for them uh, and to improve LifeBridge Capital as a whole. We're going to get into that. But at LifeBridge, one of the big complaints, like I was talking about, uh, has been communication, right? Especially early on as your team grows uh, and it's always a problem. Maybe not always, but it, it's been a continual problem, right? And, and we have worked hard to improve that. And I'm going to share this meeting with you that has helped us in a big way. I, I think it's helped me. And it, we call it an alignment meeting. This is another meeting. I, I want to give Don Winter the credit here uh, in his book, Building an Elite Organization. I, I've told you about a number of meetings that we've learned from this book uh, and from Don. Uh, he is uh, a mentor of mine and a friend and I'm learning a lot from how he has scaled and in the ways that they have improved. So this is out directly out of his, not all this is directly out of his book, but we learned this directly from his book uh, is how we started this. Uh, and actually another mentor of mine uh, got me thinking this way uh, a while back when I was, I was, I was performing or completing a, let's say an annual performance review for employees. And we would meet, uh, you know, six months in, you know, just for kind of a checkup, but but then we would also meet uh, really uh, annually and have a performance review and talk about how they're doing. And I would ask some hard questions and, and about how they're feeling about their employment or any complaints or what they need, those things. And we're going to go over some of that. But what I figured out was I was talking to a, a different mentor a while back about those meetings and how he does this with his employees. And he was like, man, if you only do it annually, you know, when your employees have a problem, if they can't share it for another 8, 10, 12 months, however long it's been, you know, since your last one, man, that's all. It's just a lot of frustration built up there, right? And you as the employer have not heard about these issues for many, many months. And they have built up potentially. And that person's, they could be long gone, right? By the time they have another performance evaluation, uh, if it's annually, they may be long gone. Uh, and, you know, you don't know about issues fast enough 
to fix them or improve. Uh, And it may even be things uh, and often will be things within the business where you need to know about it and maybe course correct or pivot quickly, right? We've all heard that analogy about the ship that sets off towards a destination. Well, if he's one degree off, you know, days later, guess what? He is way off track, way off track. But if he can pivot back, you know, within the first few hours, you know, he really hasn't wasted a lot of time. But if it's three, four, five days, a weekend, two weeks into this trip, he is way off track. And now it takes a long time and a lot of energy to get back on track, right? Or to get back on course. Or now, you know, it's added that much time to get to the destination. Uh, And so, you know, think about that with your employees as well. As you are guiding them, you're steering this ship, right? As you, as being the the CEO, the owner, or whatever you call yourself of the business, you know you are course correcting continuously. That's part of a major part of our job as as you know a CEO or as an owner is you're taking in the information and course correcting quickly. You're making decisions fast, right? That's it's one of your jobs as a leader is making quick decisions, being very decisive. And oftentimes what I've learned about being decisive, because I am trying to personally do better about this always, when my employees ask questions, they need something, I am trying to make an answer right then with as much information as I can. But what I've learned in reading a little about this is that oftentimes good leaders, I mean, you have to be decisive that even with only say 30 to 40% of the information that you'd like to have, you have to be able to go ahead and make a decision. And you know that, hey, by the faster I make a decision, the faster I can course correct if it's the wrong decision, right? And so if we make a decision, it's the wrong one. Let's say a week later, we're like, oh man, you know, it's the wrong, wrong decision. And there, this could be big decisions too, right? So obviously, you know, I may be, I may, I may wait for more information, the bigger decision that it is, right? It's, you know, if we're looking at a deal, it may be, you know, we, we have to have some specific information before we can make a decision. But oftentimes, Within the business, we're making daily decisions that don't require 100% of the information. And you're almost never going to have 100% of the information. However, if you're waiting for 100% of the information and and I make a decision at 30%, and then a week in, we figure out, okay, that was a wrong decision. We course correct. Now we're on the right decision. And then we are moving forward. But guess what? You're still sitting over there waiting for the 100% of information. And now we're on track. And so think about that. There's an analogy I heard recently as well, uh, you know, where, and actually I think this was a true story, but I cannot remember for sure. But either way, uh, you know, you imagine these tanks going into war and, you know, they're following each other. They're in, in a row, they're in a line, they're going down this path. Uh, and all of a sudden that first tank, you know, everybody else is following him. He, he gets to this Y in the road and he has to turn right or left. All right. So in any moment when these tanks stop, they know they're sitting ducks, right? They know they're a target. They know it. They have to keep moving until they reach their destination or until they, you know, can are in a position where, uh, you know, the enemy doesn't know where they're at or, or you know, they can attack. Uh, and so they know as soon as they stop, they're a sitting duck uh, in, in this situation. And so they get to this Y in the road, the first tank, he immediately makes a left. He has to make a decision fast. He doesn't know exactly which is the right way. He makes a left. Well, he gets going down the left, you know, down this trail and he gets hit. Okay. He gets hit. Unfortunately, yes, you know, that tank is lost. Those men are gone. But the next tank sees what's happened and he immediately knows he needs to go right. Okay. And so the whole point is if that first tank had stopped at the intersection and got hit right there, the next tank would not know which direction to go. And he may have also chosen to go left and he would have also gotten hit and they would have lost another tank and more men. 
So because even though as hard as that is, the first tank, he he made it, he was a good leader. He made a quick decision. He turned left. Unfortunately, it, it didn't turn out great for him, right? Or his men there. However, it saved the rest of, rest of the men and the rest of the tanks because they knew the direction to go. So all that to say, hard decisions, right? No doubt about it. But the faster you can make a decision, oftentimes the better, and the, uh, the faster you can course correct. And, and again, there's some there's some specific decisions in business where you are going to wait until you have more information, and you have to determine which of those types of decisions you have to do. So all that to say, back to this meeting, as a leader, you have to be able to make fast decisions. But this meeting is another way to gather that information, right? To gather more information from your team, because they are the ones on the front line. They're your, your men, your women out there fighting out there in the front line. And so this is a way that you gain this information. So this type of meeting is called an alignment meeting. And it's fast. It's every month. And so every month you're going to meet with each team member or a leader of your team is going to meet with a you know every team member. And you're going to talk through some specific things. And you get in a groove. Remember the first, we talked about this when I talked about huddles and L10s and some of those that we're doing. They're going to be clunky at first, right? You and your employee are kind of figuring out this new path and new way of communicating, but a a way to communicate more, but be very efficient. Uh, And so this meeting is going to be 20 to 30 minutes, maybe 30 minutes at the most. Sometimes I will say there's things that come out of this meeting that I will say, okay, let's schedule a time next week where we can talk about that specific thing, right? If an issue comes up, but I'll get to that a little more in a minute. So first thing, we're going to talk about successes. What were your biggest successes over the last 30 days? And the, you know, the employee's going to list them out. And I encourage you as the leader, take notes, right? Create a, a folder in your, you know, your cloud, whatever, wherever you keep documents. We use Google Drive, or I use Google Drive for this. And, and I'll have a folder for alignment meetings. And, and then I have a document for every employee. And then I use that, that Word sheet, that Word document, you know, Google Doc, whatever. And I just, this keeps going for this employee. And I do this for lots of conversations that I have with different people, you know, on a continuous basis, different team member meetings uh, or people, you know, mastermind people I meet with. With or whatnot. And I just put the date and then I put our agenda. I make notes. And guess what? The next time we meet, it just starts right below that. And so I can reference back. I can look back over time. I can search through that document. That's been very helpful just to keep that document going. If you have a better way of doing that, I would love to hear it or any part of this, actually. I would love to hear from you. I would love to know. So, first thing, you know, I say, okay, you know, such and such, you know, employee, let's talk about the successes you had over the last 30 days. And, and they're going to, you know, just start sharing some things with you. This is what I accomplished. And this is what happened. Start writing those things down. And those would be professional successes. And then I'm also going to ask, what about personal successes? What have you done over the last 30 days? And, and again, this is personal information. So it, it, some of that depends on the relationship that you have with your employees. Hopefully you have one. Uh, and this is another way you're going to build a relationship with your employees by having these meetings. Uh, and, and I want to hit right away, too, that this is... This is a time outside of the normal day-to-day operations that potentially you and your in this employer are discussing, right? We're not talking about what they are doing or, or maybe something they're struggling with this past week to get a task done or uh, you know whatever. We're we're not talking about those things during this meeting. We the focus is on this employee and how they are doing. All right, uh, personally, professionally, uh, it's for it's a time for you to dig in a little bit personally and 
get to know this person, right? And ask some good questions of them. It's going to teach you a lot, okay? And so, or just know too, uh, this is going to help build that relationship. So over time, it's going to grow. They're going to start to share more personally and professionally with you, which is what you want. You want to encourage that and you want to care about them, right? Uh, initially, if you just hired this person, they may not share much personally with you, right? Some will, but oftentimes it's going to take some time, right? To build that relationship as anybody knows. It's going to take some time. It's going to get better over time. But then we're also going to go over, okay, next 30 days, what's some professional goals or, or what we would call to-dos uh, that you have? You know, let's say over the next 30 days, what are you focused on? What's going to make uh, some successes for you when we meet next month for this alignment meeting? Right? You know, I'm going to take notes of these, right? I'm going to ask you about these 30 days from now. What are those things? But remember, as a leader, you're helping guide these to-dos, these, these things that this person is focused on, this employee. And so that, that's part of your job here, right? You're guiding that focus. And so they may think they should be focused on something that you don't even know about or that that is way off track from how you're trying to steer the ship. And so that gives you a moment to ask some questions of them, right? Which I would encourage you to ask questions. They Hopefully they know things about their position, right? That you don't know by this point. You may have been doing this role early on, which we talked about that, how your role has changed as the leader. But now as they are focused on this task and in this role, hopefully they're doing it much better than you ever thought about doing it, right? And that's my goal for every one of the people that we hire is that they're doing all these tasks so much better than I could have ever done them, than I ever did them in the past when, I, when Sam and I were doing everything. So, but this gives you a chance to hear, right? What they're focused on and even a chance to ask questions, to dig in and say, okay, how about we, we course correct a little bit or what about this thing over here? Or how are we doing on that? You know, are you, you know, are you having issues there? Uh, and maybe that helps them to focus on something else that you need them to focus on, right? But you may not know if you're not communicating or having this time to speak to them. So there's going to be professional ones, right? And then you're going to also ask, what about some personal uh, to-dos over the next 30 days that would help it to be a success? Again, that's going to help you to have more conversational things that are outside of work for you to talk about, to build that relationship with that employee, and really to show that you care about them. Uh, and so there's oftentimes, I'll share this, you know, there's times where I have employees that are going through hard things, right? And there's some way that I can help support them. And I want to jump in there and do that, right? Or you know, maybe them and their spouse are going on a vacation and I want to say, hey, you know what, uh, we'd love to help with that vacation or, uh, you know, we'd like to bless you all in this way. It allows you to have that moment to care for your employee uh, or they're going through a hard time. Personally, I, you know, I'll just say, hey, how about I, I just pray for you right now, uh, you know, about that thing. Let's just talk about it right now if there's some way that I can help. But either way, I can pray for you. Uh, and, and that's probably the, the most important thing that I could do for them. So uh, and we're going to go through that, right? Successes personally or professionally, personally, and we're going to talk about the next 30 days, professional uh, and personal to do things that they are trying to do. And guess what? I'm going to start asking some other questions then of them. And, and that, remember, this is kind of a quick thing. It's not a performance evaluation. It's uh, you know, we're, we're going to do that quarterly now. And so every month we're having an alignment meeting, but that alignment meeting once a quarter is going to be a more detailed evaluation, right? And then every six months, it's even more detailed or asking more questions. So this may be 20, 30 minutes where while quarterly, we're meeting at least for an hour or a little more uh, with some more detailed questions. So, all right. So then I'm going to ask some other questions and, and I'm going to ask, you know, things like, what do you need? What, what do you need? You know, and, and allow them to talk. You know, maybe they need a printer. 
at home. Remember, all of our team is remote. They're scattered all over the place. We're all over the country. Sam and his assistant live in the same state. Other than that, everybody else is, is all over the country. They're in different states uh, from as far north to as far south and almost east and west as well. So, you know, something as simple as, hey, if I had a printer at home, I could get this task done a lot easier, right? You may not even know, know that, right? And you're able to speed this task up and just by asking that question, but it could be something completely different. And so I want to ask them as well, how could I lead you better? And then just be quiet as a leader and let them speak. How could I lead you better? And this is where a lot of things are going to come out around, you know, I need more communication, right? Or I would like to know this from you, you know, or I, I need to know more about, you know, how you're wanting me to do this task. Or maybe, you know, if you spoke up more about this, you know, I, I could do this. You know, there could be all kinds of things that come up here. But it gives you a chance to ask, right? And I know you are trying to be a, a better leader. And I hope you're a humble leader. If you're not, pity for you. I mean, you, you know. Come on, nobody's got everything figured out. And the faster you can realize that, the better. Uh, and the faster that you realize your employees are doing a better job at this thing, uh, hopefully they better be. You better have hired up. Hopefully they are. They, they should be. Ours are. I mean, they're to the, all of them are the point. They're doing stuff better than I ever imagined doing their specific role. And so it helps me to learn from them, right? And I want to learn from them, but I want to learn how to lead them better. And so by them asking me hard questions or telling me hard things, it helps me to improve, right? I know that I do not have all this figured out, but I am striving to improve every day as a leader. And they help me do that. But you have to ask those questions because they may not feel like they can just speak up, you know, and say these things to you. But this allows a time for that outside of, you know, of the normal grind, right? All right. So then another thing I'm going to ask them is what's your stress level? You know, zero to 10. Zero is, man, I am just at the beach every day or whatever their beach is, right? This is just a, a walk on the beach. There's just no stress to 10 being, I, I'm fixing to have to go to the hospital or maybe I'm at the hospital, <laughs> right? I, I just can't take it. I, I'm, I'm fixing to break down or I have broken down just with the, the stress or I'm in the floor right now. I just can't take it, right? So ask them, what are, and what's stressing you out? And that's going to give you more information, right? If they say a 10, you better ask some good questions and you better be figuring something out to help that employee. Maybe they need some help. Maybe there's just something they don't know how to do and you need to get them some training, right? Or maybe they're just in the wrong seat altogether. Maybe you hired them for one thing, but over time, their position has changed. Uh, and so you need to figure out, hey, well, what's happened to now all of a sudden, you know, to be that under that much stress? Uh, and you better jump in there and help them if you have to, you know, as the leader to take some stuff off their plate or to get them some training or something. Get them some help. You got to figure that out. You know, if they're a, a seven, eight, something like that, it may be a healthy amount of stress. And different people operate, remember, at different levels of stress. Well, uh, some people are motivated by having a lot on their plate. Some are not. And so yeah, this is, it gives you a time, again, to figure out how this specific employee is feeling, how they're doing in their position, and how they, how they like to operate. Uh, another thing that I'm asking recently is, what's your projection for staying at LifeBridge Capital? Uh, and this really caught uh, a number of employees off guard when I first asked this. But I don't know why we can't just be upfront about it. I want to know if they're planning to leave. And they may not tell me, but I, I do feel like the majority of our employees right now would probably share with me if they were unhappy and, and if they were planning to leave soon. They may not, but, uh, and I understand that. Uh, however, I want to catch it as early as possible, right? If they're planning to leave in the near future, 
I, I want them to leave well, and I want us to leave on good terms. I want to take care of them. I'll help them anyway. If they're if they're progressing and you know they're moving on to something bigger, better, whatever, or they feel it's a better path for them, I encourage it, right? And I will help them. Uh, and so, I, and I want them to leave on good terms like that. If that's their plan, which I hope it's not. I mean, everybody on our team right now is just rock stars. I'm so impressed. It's all the time. It's incredible. It's incredible. The Lord has just blessed our team in such big ways. But yeah, I want to know. I want to know their projection for staying or their plans, right? You know, and and one this other day, I said, you know, I asked this question and, you know, they just say, hey, I'm not planning to go anywhere. They're, they seem so happy here and they're doing such a good job. But I said, I, I was very upfront with them. And I said, well, I'm so thankful to hear that. But this is what I see for you. Like I can see this happening in your life that may, you know, change how you you plan to be here in the future. But I, I'm hoping that I'm wrong. I'm just, I just want to be upfront with them that I see these things happening and I don't blame them, you know, if that happens, right? If they decide to, to do that and it may be better for, the, for them, their family. Uh, and so know that and support them. And the more you do that, the more they're going to want to stay with you, right? No doubt about it. That everybody wants to feel cared for and cared about and important. And this is what you're doing during these meetings. You're taking the time to be intentional with your people. That's what this is about. All right. So uh, you know, one other question, and this kind of goes along with that first one there, you know, what do you need? And it may have come out during that question, but if not, I'm going to still ask, you know, what would make your job easier or more enjoyable for you? And then listen, be quiet. Listen, what do they need? Like what would make their job easier? Again, it may be a cell phone. It may be a better retirement plan. It may be health insurance. It, it, it may be more time off, or it may be their job stated more clearly. They're not sure what they're supposed to be doing all the time. It could be a number of things, uh, and every employee is going to be different, right? They're all doing different things. They all have different personalities. They all have different family issues. Uh, you know, that's another thing. Remember, you never know exactly what's going on at home. And so if somebody's struggling, you know, this is a good time to figure that out and, and that they are struggling. Uh, but it, over time, it's to be a good time to figure out why they're struggling. And so just know that if their performance has changed kind of just abnormally, like there may be a good reason, right? Uh, and oftentimes, if somebody's been a, a high performer for a long time, and then all of a sudden, they're really quiet, or they're not communicating as well, or, you know, things are late, all of a sudden, uh, often, hey, there's something else happening. And you need to care about that person, you need to ask some questions. And here, I'll give you another example. So, you know, I, I want to, uh, or recently there was somebody who was late on some stuff and it wasn't common. It wasn't often. And it can be a hard conversation, right? It can be a hard conversation, but I want you as the employer to know, hey, you need to come to them out of care for them. And it's a very different conversation when you can say, hey, I know that you, you want to be on time. You've been on, you've always been on time. You've, you, I know you care about your work. I know you care about uh, doing a great job, but recently we've just noticed this and, and just wonder if everything's okay, you know, or how are you doing, right? And so that comes across a lot better than pointing a finger at somebody and saying, why is this happening? What are you doing, uh, right? And obviously, you know, over time, if it continues to happen, you have to have harder conversations. But initially, remember that you don't know what's going on at home. You got to care about your people. And that's what I I'm trying to do. It's what our team is trying to do. And Sam and I, we want to care uh, about we do. We care about our people and, and their families. And they know that. This alignment meeting I found found to be so great for that. Uh, and so you have to get to know your people. It has to be consistent. It can't be once per year. It can't even be just twice per year. And remember, this time is scheduled. Uh, and hopefully, I mean, you can just schedule it as a recurring meeting or you can figure out way out in advance 
uh, you know, when these meetings are, but know to stay focused. It's so easy for this person to bring up something or you to bring up something and then all of a sudden you all are talking about this task or this thing you're working on or this deal or this project, whatever it may be. And I, I, this happens to me often. It does. And I have to meet and say, okay, okay, we'll talk about that later. But right now we're talking about you, you know, that employee. We're, we're focusing back on, on you. I just know that that's going to happen. You're going to get derailed. Uh, but you as a leader need to bring that conversation back to where you're focused at for this meeting, and that is that employee and them and asking these questions to get to know them and what's going on with them personally, if they want to share. You're not trying to pry into their life, but you do care, right? You better care. Uh, and so that's what this meeting is going to help you to do. I hope that this this show today has been helpful for you. I, I think whether you have one employee or whether you have 500, this, this type of meeting needs to happen. I'm not pushing for more meetings just to have meetings, but I am pushing for more meetings to improve communication and for you to care about your people. You know, right now it is, it is so difficult to find people. And, and you know, I, and unfortunately I was supposed to add one started on Monday. We're going through this big process of hiring and, and uh, you know, all of a sudden they email yesterday and say, they're not taking the position. Something else has come up. They're going to do something else. Uh, and you know, wow, what a kick in the stomach uh, to some degree, uh, excited about this new person. Uh, and then something else, you know, happened and, and they're not going to, but I'm also thankful that they left before they took the position, before they started. That is so much easier than them getting started in two weeks in and then, then leaving. Uh, and so I, I'm thankful that they chose to, I mean, that was just very respectful of them to do it that way. All I'd say, I, I encourage you to plan this. Don't put these aside just because you are busy doing something else, right? You're doing the uh, emergency type things and you feel like, oh, you know, well, let's wait on that. Let's put that off. Please don't. It's important. It's important. And, and you're going to have people erupting like volcanoes. And all of a sudden you're going to look back and say, oh man, I didn't even see that coming. Uh, right? Because you didn't take the time. You didn't plan for things, for meetings like this, where you can get to know your employees. Have a blessed day. Look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. Thank you for being a loyal listener of the Real Estate Syndication Show. Please subscribe and like the show. Share it with your friends so we can help them as well. Don't forget, go to lifebridgecapital.com where you can sign up and start investing in real estate today. Have a blessed day.